Hey, thanks for listening in once again to 2003 UB313, the podcast. Matt and I are continuing on with Venus today. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say, but just a quick reminder, since it's been a while since I've mentioned it, you can go to 2003UB313.com and download our music for free. You can check out the resources we're talking about and just other stuff can be found there as well. Other than that, uh, let's just get back into it today. You good? Yeah. I'm good. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're a pro at this now, talking to microphones and, and cameras. You're becoming more and more of one every single day. Yeah, because I'm confined in my basement and yeah, not yeah, teaching yeah. in a real classroom anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. This is totally it's, second nature for you. It's the norm. It's yeah. not for me yet. I'll even work on it. That's right. We've been but. we've been sitting in the same basement doing this for weeks, so you're you got no excuses, man. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Catch me up. We're on Venus. Dude, all right. So check this out. All right. Uh, so we're catching back up in the song here. Um, we're going to jump right into the middle here, but we want to remind you guys just the context yeah. that this song is in. And uh, it came out of personal stories. A lot of them, um, well, so the one that we specified in the last episode was talking, praying for Molly and Tim, a couple in our church um who were expecting a child or wanted to be expecting a child and they had medical reasons not to. So we came, they came to the elders of the church and asked for prayer. Um, and just through that entire prayer process, like they were able to conceive, but also giving birth, there was just a lot of spiritual warfare. And that mixed with just where we were studying really brought it to light, like this reality that spiritual warfare is a real thing. Um, and we forget that. And sometimes that's... A disservice is a, a really poor word, I feel like, but like it's, if we, we're missing out on reality if we forget that. Um, C.S. Lewis, I was just reading, is the one who says, because everybody loves C.S. Lewis, it's a yeah. safe play. Yeah. Um, the, every part of this universe is claimed by God and counterclaimed by Satan. Hmm. And there's just constant hmm. conflict between the two. Um, and it's just kind of being mindful and aware of that is. Waking up to that and then digging your hands in it is, I think, our intro of wrap-up, or not wrap-up, intro. Yeah, both. both. Of, hey, of, hey, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where are we? Why are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah. So. so, yeah, and I think just another, just before we, you know, there's always a before. Before we get straight into these lyrics here, um, just a little bit of um, a more background of just kind of what was going through my brain. I talked about um, picking up uh, 1,000 Risks and... Uh, we talked about watching the Columbia movie and just like some mm -hmm. of those things that were like, wait, 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 there's more here. There's something going on. Um, and then one of the things that Chad Johnson from 1000 Risks and mm -hmm. the Columbia movie um, and Come and Live, uh, <laughs> all, all that, that guy um, talked about in his experience was picking up this, um, you know, someone just like random Facebook messaged him this like 19 episode thing called the yeah. Define Healing Technician Training. He's just like, what is that thing? And I kind of had the same reaction of like, yeah, what is that thing? But he spoke so highly of it. I was like, I got to check this out. And it just, um, so it's this dude, Curry Bike. And I would just say, just a reminder from the very first episode of like, some people can be polarizing. I think he's one of them where, where um, at least the, some of the conversations I've had is people are just like, well, he says this, so I don't listen to him. And she's mm -hmm. like, come on, there's like really good stuff there. So, so if that's a thing for you, just push past and just check just some of this stuff out. Like, so a lot of the stuff he talks about, uh, I mean, specifically he's training people on how to heal um, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Like that's what his thing is. But 
overwhelmingly, most of it is just about our identity in Christ. And so I just started to think about these things. It's just like stuff that's straight from scripture. But um, so just like kind of maybe two or three things that started setting in on me. Um, one of the ideas he talks about a lot, um, and you can go look it up, right? Like anyone can go just yeah. listen to these. They're mm-hmm. on YouTube and on the website and whatever. Um, but it's just the difference between an Old Testament mindset and a New Testament mindset mm-hmm. um, because the covenants changed. And and more specifically, um, he compares like in the Old Testament, they were the servants of God. And so as a servant, you can come to your master and you can beg and plead and your master can do things. And mm-hmm. and so that's a lot of what we see in the Psalms and different, you know, prayers of people crying out for things to happen. Right. And God, he's a deliverer, right? I mean, that, that's like a real thing. And in the New Testament, now we're sons and sons have the inheritance and they, they already have. And so, mm. um, it, and Jesus still says like, you know, ask and you'll receive and seek and find it. Like, like he's, you know, he says like, whatever you ask will be given you. And like, he's, he's, it's not that like we just do away with asking and just make demands or something like that. But when it comes to looking at sickness in Curry Blake's teachings um, or just, just the spiritual warfare element, it's just like, wait, we don't have to ask. Like God's will is already that Satan is defeated and we're we're in him. So let's just go defeat, you know, like let's sure, just yeah. be a part of this. And so that was just like this kind of mental shift for me. Um to just start thinking about that. And then another just huge thing, he tells this story. Usually it's like right in the middle somewhere. So if you know, you're trying to find it, it's probably episode 10 <laughs> through 12 or something. You <laughs> right, know? Right. But, um, uh, but the the idea, um, he was just, this this experience happened and he was just kind of questioning like, why is this happening? And, and this verse just kept rolling in his brain of like, if the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And it's from Romans, but it's, there's more, right? Um, but that, it just stopped. And he's like, why am I getting half a verse in my head, right? And he's like, it's sure. the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Why, am, why is it stopping there? And he just realized, oh, wait, it's the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. That's the same spirit. It dwells in me. And so mm. every single, in, again, with his case, healing, but every single miracle or anything supernatural that's happened the spirit that is in us is the spirit that did those things, right? And so it's like, you look at like, oh, Lazarus, you know, came back from the dead. Jairus's daughter was healed or, or you know, the, the, I mean, biblical examples, you know, the woman hemorrhaging and, and she's healed or, or whatever, Peter's mother-in-law, like every single person, that was the Holy Spirit doing that. And that's the same Holy Spirit that's in us. Right. And like, that's just a crazy thing to think about. And like, it's like, I knew I had the Holy Spirit, but to phrase it as, yeah, but every single supernatural act, act that's been done, that's the same spirit. And so when we feel inadequate and we're like, oh, I don't know what to do in this situation. I don't know how to handle this. It's like, that's totally true, but who cares? We have the Holy Spirit and he's done every single one of them. Like that's that's what's happening there. So I, that was a total like mind bender for me, but huh. I'm, I'm loving that. Yeah? Yeah, well, to, this is an, a little bit of an aside. I, love I apologize, but as, to me, I'm not surprised that he would stop at if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you. Because there's an old song that just repeats that part of the verse over and over. (laughs) Um, Maybe he didn't know that song. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, dwell in you. You got to get like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Like the quartet kind of, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it just repeats that over. And before it finally gets to the rest. So I think he knew that song. Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Well, all that to say, just one other thing that just really stuck with this um, is it kind of one of his like key points is just like the destruction we see around us 
like oftentimes people would say, well, Satan has the authority to do that for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. And he just differentiates, wait, wait, wait. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. Mm-hmm. And then he sends out his disciples. So that means like we're going in his stead to do his works and carry out his kingdom. But but if Jesus has all the authority, then the devil has none. And so he differentiates. Mm-hmm. The devil has the ability to lie and cheat and steal and kill and destroy, but it doesn't mean he has authority. And so part of God's kingdom reign is like sending us out. Like we're, it, we're his, his doers, right? Like we go do the work of the kingdom. And so like, let's go extinguish the works of the enemy because he doesn't have the authority to be doing these things. And so all these things and more, but just are like swirling around in my head. And that's where we get to this like, okay, it's talking to Satan like, You've got no business getting up in our business, is where the song goes, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You got no right trying to steal our fullness of life. We're here to take it back. And we mentioned, you know, that specifically, that kind of attitude happening around Molly and Tim, but just in general, just like this lens flipping in my brain of like how I view things of like, okay, like this isn't something we just get academic about and study and like, hmm, does, you know, the spirit work this way or not? let's just go do like, sure, it, like yeah. let's go get out there and do it and I mean we look at like what the disciples were sent out to do and it's just like go heal the sick raise the dead cast out demons you know cleanse the lepers like just do it right and right. it's like okay let's go and and sure there's learning to be had of like how do we how do we live this life and you know and how do we um, live out that the spirit is in us it's a, it, you don't just you grow as you go, but um, too often I think we panic and in the name of learning and like praying and studying and we just don't do anything and we just kind of sit back because it's safe. Um, and so the, the challenge then was just to like start taking risks and get out there and, and do stuff. So, so yeah, so we're here to take it back. Yeah, is what yeah, we're yeah. going with that. Yeah, We're, did I lose you anywhere? You got anything to fill in with me? Or? Yeah, I'm I'm right here. You just, you just, you just li- okay, cool. cool. I don't have any songs or anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, feel free to chime in with that quartet music anytime. <laughs> so, um, so, but or and or whatever. Follow it up though. Just the next one, uh, the next line here. We're not naive enough to think that anything we do amounts to anything without you, and and that came that's like straight from uh, uh what David pro- Pierce is, it is David Pierce yeah oh, from Provoke and Inspire is oh, the yeah. event that it was right. right so Come and Live has these events called Provoke and Inspire and David Pierce and a handful of other people are just which shit. is a little bit of where you got introduced to Chad Johnson I'm guessing as well yeah yeah probably yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I think it was your friends at church too and but yeah yeah just kind of yeah. Same, same stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like these people just talking about these amazing things that God has done. If you don't know who David Pierce is, um, he started this ministry, Steiger International. Um, they have this band called No Longer Music. They've been touring for, I don't know, 75 years. I mean, like, <laughs> they're ancient, right? But no offense, <laughs> David. Uh, but but they, you know, you know, would tour behind the Iron Curtain in Communist Russia. They'd go into like these satanic clubs and you know, South America, like there's all these crazy places. Um, and they have these amazing stories of how God has moved. And, but he, um, you know, so we're just 
he's telling all these cool stories and all these other people are telling these cool stories of, of how God has moved in their ministries. And then there's this Q&A time. And I don't remember what the question was, but David just stood up and basically said exactly that. Just, I am not naive enough to think that this is all about me, right? Like, right, just, right. I mean, he said that line, right? To, to think that anything I do amounts to anything without God. And, and I think that... Um, there's a weird spot people can get in where it's just like, I did this. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're responsible for stepping out, but it's not your power that like did, you know, right, healed right. somebody or convicted somebody. It's like the Holy Spirit is, is the one acting. It's like here. the three-year-old who says they baked the cake when they helped mom like open the, the flour bag or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Been or dad. There. Been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I just think that was like important to put in there, um, yeah. Just like, and then it's just a good reminder of me too, right? It's just like I could kick myself for forgetting we have an enemy, or kick myself that I forget that I belong to Him. Well, I don't want to find my kick myself kicking myself that I start thinking this is about me. You know? Sure, right, <laughs> so, exactly. Um, so that well, and also like we're talking about some pretty challenging things, especially for us Westerners. We don't like to believe that spiritual warfare exists and sure. engage it, um, and so to remind ourselves that like. Doing that, like if if it seems like we're still growing in it or not quite seeing success or something like that, it's it's not about me. It's yeah. It's, um, I'm I'm tapping into one much bigger than myself, and it's I don't know. It's I I don't have to succeed. I just yeah. have to be faithful. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah, because I think that I don't know how many different people I've heard talk about just you know supernatural stuff. It tends to be a lot about healing. For me, that's just who I run into or whatever. But mm-hmm. but about you know prophetic things or you know speaking you know words to people and stuff too. But um, how many times they talk about getting it wrong? <laughs> but sure. saying like you're just learning, just like you learn to ride a bicycle and fall over, or you learn to whatever, and like you get better with practice. Like you're gonna like mess it up, but we're still called to do it. So if we say like you know I try healing people or you know praying for healing for people and it didn't work, so I just quit. It's like well, how many people are you healing now? Like, and now it's you're not even doing what God told us to do. So that's mm-hmm. like a, a worse spot to be in, I guess. So, um, yeah, it, we just gotta try it and let God work, and we'll, we'll figure it out. So, yeah. not to get discouraged, I guess. Mm-hmm. But so then, I, like the whole back end of this song just runs together. Uh, it's just like a, just a bunch of stuff. Um, just, I view it as like a, pers- a perspective shift of just like. Oh, now that we've grabbed this, this is where we're going, and this is why. That's, I mean, that's kind of yeah. the way I look at the lyrics. That's cool. That's help. That's help. That is a helpful perspective for me to hear about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because it's just this summary of just like, okay, here's the truth. Then, like, as we move forward, as we go and like live this life that God has called us to, that is, you know, even though I've been a Christian for a long time, this is new and different. Like, here's the here's the unshakable stuff. All right, when there's sadness, we still have joy. When it seems hopeless, we have a hope that never ceases and it meets us in our weakness. We have a peace that stands in, in defiance, defiance, right? Against the storm or to the storm. And I don't know, I just, I, I think there's... It's important to hold on to those things. I'm just like, this isn't, these are active things, right? It's not just like, I have a peace that's just this resting peace, or I have this hope that I can't really place, or it's just like, I'm just an optimist, you know, or whatever. It's just right, like, no, right. no, 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 like, like our joy is solid 
even in the midst of the worst of trials, our peace is like not just there, but it's like a peace that's fighting against the the chaos around us and the storm, you know, that's happening. Um, and and just like all the, I think there's plenty of people who are r- just really anxious people or really, you know, racked with anxiety or fear or worry. Um, and it's just like, no, I don't, need to I don't need to do that right I just I don't need right. to be that person I can have this peace in, uh, against that and then what it all boils down to the the late great Mark Johnson um had a couple a couple rounds where he was he was pitching this line um he came to Salvage Yard and talked about it or you know told the stories and used this line he was on the radio in New Zealand um talking about it. He spoke at Crown College. Those are the three things I heard, but it could be everywhere. I don't know. Um, sure. But just these different stories where he had just told people, you are deeply loved and infinitely valuable. And it just shook him, right? It was just like... They just shook himself? No, the people he told. Oh, just sure. Like, it didn't really... like could be Christians, could be non-Christians, could be in a secular environment, could be not, just like whatever. But like people need to hear that. And to know that it's real, and it just like for even for me, it's just like wait, I need to remember that, and that changes all of this. Like like where I get these things, like this peace and this hope and this joy, or where I, you know, what's my motivation for going to love people or to go, you know, go out and try to do this kingdom work or whatever? It's like wait, I am deeply loved and infinitely valuable to my father, mm-hmm. but so is this person right in front of me, right? right? And so, and that's the shift then, right? Is like, so we are deeply loved, but then the next line, and you are deeply loved and infinitely valuable. Um, and, and then just tacking onto that, some other things, you know. There's so much more to life, you know, that we have yet to see and things like this, right? right? Um, but the whole thing kind of, I don't know, the finale, the, the pinnacle of like thoughts here of just like, hey, all this stuff we've been talking about, where it comes from is we are deeply loved and infinitely valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I can't hear that line and not just think about the fact that my wife and I have taken that out of context slightly. um, But like, but at the same time, because (laughs) this become our slogan for our foster not foster, excuse me, our adoption um, plans. We're not necessarily planning on foster adoption. Anyway, the whole point being is like you're trying to come up with some way to communicate to someone who's thinking about placing their child for adoption who you are and what your relationship together might be like. And what... <laughs> how do you paint that? How, in how like do you paint Yeah, like uh, you, we want this to be like really like beautiful, and we want to like honor you who you are, and we believe in your child, et cetera, et cetera. Like, how do you really communicate that? Except just as like a true statement of like, we relieve this of your child, of you and ourselves. Like, we are all deeply loved and infinitely valuable. Is because it's true. We really do believe that, but it's also like. Uh, the most tangible thing we were able to find to communicate that. So, yeah, I don't know. So that's like every time we sing that, you're just like rolling that through your brain. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> I was almost uh, thinking about the, the melody or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> what chords am I playing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, 
Cool. Yeah. Uh, should we call that a wrap on this one? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that happened a lot faster than I expected. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't. I just add one little tidbit. I don't know. Get it well, in yeah, there. Yeah. You know, you gotta get the tidbits. Um. So I was just thinking though, just just chronologically. I mean, so like this is the middle of the of the EP. It's the, sure. it's the third yeah. song of a five-song EP. It's, the, se- it's the second one. We're plan. cresting right over but, the bu- over yeah, the side of the hill. Yeah, right. But here's, but chronologically, this is the last song of these five songs on this EP that were written. Oh, and sure. So it's like this is like a transitional moment, and you can you know just keep this in the back of your brain for like eight months from now or whatever when we're doing the Giants, you know, the second EP or whatever, those songs kind of come out of this mentality. Sure. Right? Of like, the other ones are kind of building, building, building. And Mercury is written right before this. So the, the last two that we're talking about are actually the last two in the thought process of like ramping up this idea of like, let's go live it. Let's get, like, let's go do this life with Jesus. Um, and, and so it's just kind of, a, it's just kind of fun. Like, if, okay, if this is where we're leaving off. That's like where we're heading with the next yeah. one. So. Just total aside. Uh-oh. But are you saying Mars is written before Mercury yeah, and yeah, Venus? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So the sun and then earth and then Mars, then Mercury, then Venus is the order that the songs were written in. Fascinating. So, but you can't change the planet order, so it's just like, you know, the, the EP order is what it is, so, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah, a little fun fact, a little tidbit yeah. to close out episode eight here, you know? Yeah? Yeah. Peace, Peace. dudes. Oh, let's just try to grab that truth this week, that you are deeply loved and infinitely valuable. God created you and calls you his workmanship and you have purpose and you have a story and he loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love, as Sally Lloyd joins us say. And that that's true of each and every person that you see or know. Lord, give us your eyes and your heart for other people. If you like this podcast, or even if you didn't, but you think someone else might, please pass it on. We're still new. We could use all the help we can get. Thanks a lot, folks.